Why do you keep clapping in my mouth? I don't know. I thought that's something you're supposed to do so you know where you're starting it. Okay, I'm gonna do it again. This is the Lab Well Podcast. <laughs> Thank I'm you for joining. Shannon Beachel. And I'm Greg Beachel. Welcome. Welcome to the lab. Yeah. Uh, how are you, babe? I'm good. Uh, enjoying the day. How about yourself? Oh, you know, just enjoying my life. Child free for the weekend. Yes. That's what happened. And so I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. It's like all these possibilities and so little time. Mm-hmm. But I figured this was a good way to spend it with you, my love. Having conversations. Yes. And today's conversation is about... Homeschool. Oh. Yeah. Ah. Fun. Ah. Mm. I All think right. everybody got a taste of homeschool this year. Yeah, kind of. of. Some, some kind of, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I have a problem with that. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, homeschooling, what is it? That's what I want to know. Is it school in a home or is it home in a school? Which comes first? Why do you play so much? <laughs> <laughs> so no, if you if you don't know, homeschooling is when parents or guardians, whoever in this child's life takes the learning and education into their own hands from air quote home. And I feel like it's appropriate as we're getting ready to go into summer. School is ending for a lot of people. And then the fall semester is getting started. Uh, I know some people had children that were at home. Uh, some schools, districts did go back. Some children excelled in the learning environment at home. Some children, you know, excel in in the schoolhouse. Um, but I know some people have been talking about not Certain kids not going back. They oh, because they did so well online. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I think that's cool because that's to me one of the fun things about homeschooling is learning about each child and what makes them them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you found out something pretty interesting that that working from home works for them. Yeah or schooling from home. But the the reason I had the problem with saying that kids were homeschooling and the reason I gave what I consider my definition of homeschooling is just because the child is at home doing school is not homeschooling. Because again, it's the parents taking the initiative no, on, on the education. Mm -hmm. so. no, I'm with you on that. And even though kids were at home and having virtual school, it was not technically homeschool yeah um in in the sense that we do it and the, and that's the other thing though uh there's a lot of different types of homeschooling um, but i think the the joining factor is that the parents are taking the lead on this they're yeah. pulling out the curriculum or deciding what we're learning or you know even if they're taking notes from their kids it could be full-time part-time mm -hmm. it could be digital it could be or virtual i think that makes more sense to yeah. say. <laughs> or in person i mean it, it could be made up of a lot of things but i think the key is that it's the parent is in control and not leaving it up to someone else yeah 
yeah. to, to come up with whatever's learning is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so why, why do we homeschool? Because... Before we get into the why, <laughs> uh, I'm going to give a disclaimer because I do have a lot of educator friends. And for some reason, a lot of educators feel attacked when I talk about why I homeschool, like I'm speaking personally to, to them. them. Um, it's a, it is a, almost a thankless job. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, kids, I know I, you go back and you see certain teachers that really affected you and all that kind of stuff. And I guess that's where you get it from, you know, but I get a lot of educators that complain a lot about uh, the way the system is. Mm-hmm. And I was going to uh, say, that's interesting that you have, educator friends that kind of feel offended when you talk about homeschooling because for me most teachers that I've talked to and I only have like a handful of friends that are in the school system and most other people I'm thinking about these are just like anecdotal things I've seen online or YouTube videos and stuff but a lot of educators are like if they have kids or they might already have kids they homeschool them. They don't want to send them to the school <laughs> they teach in. <laughs> That's kind of wild. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, it's not a direct attack at any educators. We know everyone's on some spectrum somewhere. But I, uh, before I get into my reasonings, I just, I well, just had to lay that out. This kind of verse reminds me, and I'm rolling my eyes because it reminds me of even being vegan. And people want to know why you're vegan. And then you tell them. And then there's an attitude. And it's just like, if you take this personal, if me talking about my homeschool experience and why I want to do something offends you, that is a problem for you and not me. Yeah. So I'm here to say what I got to say. Yeah. Which leads to one of the reasons I choose to homeschool. I find that the public school system as it is, is a place that stifles creativity and individuality. And it's almost a safe place um, to isolate people. It's a space where uh, kids get that individuality kind of trained out of them. Mm-hmm. As I see it, this public school system as it is, is made to create more employees. It's made to create more people to work. And there's nothing wrong with being employed by somebody. But I think it's more, it teaches people how to um you're kind of setting people up, I think, for only one direction in life. Yeah. And there are many things that we could do. Like you said, there's nothing wrong with this one particular route. But the fact that anybody that's coming through this through system that. has to participate in this way for the same outcome is yeah. a little much. It's wild. Yeah. That That is, a, that is one of the reasons. Um, I think that probably came to me later. I think my understanding of the history in the United States was uh, the leading factor. I knew when I was in college that I was going to homeschool my kids um, before before we even had them. And I was like, no, there's no point. I'd be fighting with teachers, principals every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would be a job in itself. I know I would. Um, and then now looking at the craziness. So the history of the United States, if you didn't know, by the time they decided to integrate oh. schools, <laughs> They had to have police escorts to take children to schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going into a place where we're putting oppressors, people that don't have our our children's best interests at heart, in charge of our children. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, with that racist background and education system being almost the haven of white women, I know and I understand that that's the first place you go for a taste of racism as a child mm-hmm. uh, is the schools, because I didn't have a lot of black teachers growing up. I didn't have a lot of black teachers um, until I got to a certain point. And so, um, yeah, if you're in the space trying to get mixing and matching like you like to do and all this, you know, in, in, in diverse populations, you're more than likely your child is going to be isolated as one of the, the one, two, maybe three black kids in a classroom with a white teacher. Mm-hmm. And that's not really it's not really a diverse situation. It is not. Because even like I think about, well, when I think about growing up and the school I went to, of course, there were like all kinds of races or nationalities, cultures, ethnicities. Mm-hmm. And it was still, though, very European because that mm-hmm. was still the culture that was still the, the waspy. <laughs> that was that was still the system that it works in. Yeah. Even though I was not the only brown person, I was the only brown person. <laughs> <laughs> but I was also thinking, too, what you were saying about the system of just being like a follower or kind of like learning to do what you're told. Mm-hmm. I feel like that doesn't have to be as bad as it seems because... Maybe you learn to understand that at school is the place where you kind of have to fit in and get along. But when you're at home, you're allowed to be expressive and creative. So for me, I felt like it was twofold because I wasn't really able to be expressive and creative in either. I was learning both at home and in school to keep my head down and do what I need to do so that, yeah, so that I can be successful. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's honestly what made it worse for me it was reinforced at home right 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 so yeah um so yes school is a space of and and here's a big thing well people ask me well what are your kids gonna do what how are they gonna socialize and i was like we'll socialize but school is for educating right right i was no one ever told me to go to school and make friends (laughs) (laughs) i better not be talking in class I would get in trouble for that. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a thing like you weren't supposed to be. I mean, yeah, you go there and you see friends, you make friends. I've got good friends from school. But that but wasn't the goal. It wasn't it wasn't necessarily the goal. It was kind of an outcome. Yes. Um, it's a part of the journey. Yeah. I mean, you're around other people. So, you're, of course, you're going to be interacting with other people. And I feel like it's really the exact same here. Mm-hmm. It's it's no different. You no, absolutely. come up amongst people all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the going to school was not about making friends. And, and the socialization is also like it's... It's more than just making it's friends. It's more than just making friends. It's yeah, also you're culturalization. Cultural, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, there's it's some cultural to things. The flag. Yeah, I don't need to pick up, and I don't need to be in my house. <laughs> I would pick up a religion real quick. I'm sorry, we we don't do that. <laughs> we, we, we are child camp for religious reasons. Now I think about it, those kids in school, and you know. 
being a kid, I'm just like, oh, that's so weird. That person can't do what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, mm, that parent might have been onto something. I wonder if those people were even religious at all or if yeah, they just they all just of a like, sudden nah, were because they had to do that. school and they wanted to avoid vaccinations, pledging to the flag. I mean, those are even like hoops that you have to jump through mm-hmm. um, if you want to kind of keep a certain core or keep a certain part of yourself. Yeah. Which brings up another reason for homeschooling is the morals and the values that we're mm-hmm. able to teach and still and not even just teach, but like live, I yeah. guess. Yeah. No, exactly. You live it, you practice it and you have those conversations about it. Um, and, you know, I, I like that. I know in some cultures, that's all they do in early childhood development up to. I don't know. I think I've heard up to eight or nine even. Okay. Um, where they just teach them manners, mm-hmm. teach them, you know, how to be polite, um, how to, how be, to be a citizen. That's socialization. How, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. socialization. Yeah. <laughs> just how to be a decent citizen yep. when you go out into the world. But some of my uh, some of my educator friends tell me they're third graders are the ones that keep them up on the popular music. Interesting. <laughs> oh, not the clean versions of it of either. Of course. So. No, no, not the kids, Bob. <laughs> right. Yeah, not the kids, Bob. <laughs> right. And so it's just like, that's that's a part of the culturalization. What's good in some households is not good in others. Mm-hmm. In our lives, we've decided to live very intentionally, you know, be, be very intentional about what we put in our bodies, what we consume. The homeschooling aspect was huge for me to be able to spend time with my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's such a young, um, impressionable age. And I mean, you really don't get it back. Uh, no. you, ne- <laughs> you never really get it back. And so, yeah, to take that step to decide to do this independently was very important because it allows us to be able to spend time with our children, learn our children. They get to learn us. Um, yeah. yeah, we get to interact with them a lot. Yeah, they get to learn about what it is we do. I just always found it really weird that I never really knew what my parents <laughs> did. And so I think it's cool. Not only do they know, I probably took it to like the other extreme. Now they know a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They know yeah, they, yeah, they probably do know a little too much. They sneak your books into their oh, room that my night gosh, and yes. read them. It's all right. They're going to be helping. That's the great thing about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they'll be able to help in the situations mm-hmm. uh, where, where we're working in our workspaces. They've seen it. They're they're used to it and they're used to entrepreneurship. It's something that I love. But one of the foundations is exposure. And I realized I've been able to travel quite a bit. My dad was military or both of our parents. Yeah. And um, we bounced around and I saw various education systems and I saw the ones that worked. I saw the ones that didn't. And a lot of what I saw that worked was that children had the access to be exposed to things. They were able to be exposed to something so that they could find their interests, right. find their own interests early rather than just being sitting, sat in a classroom and told, this is this, this is that, these are the jobs, go. Mm-hmm. And I find that exposure is huge. You say exposure, I say experience. That was yeah. what I was going to say. My One of my reasons was, and it, it sounds like to me the same thing, but for me, you know, field trip days were my favorite. 
when we would have like the book sale at school or anything in the library. That was the stuff I loved. So I like that we get to do just the stuff that we actually love and and more of it. It's not like a once in a, a while thing. And I get why it's once in a while. Carding a classroom with children around, all the field trip forms and things that you have to go through. But I mean, because I wanted more of it, I mean, I just was decided, okay, well, we do this on our own, so we can do more of that. Yeah. Um, but for me, growing up in the military and going from school to school, I noticed for me, as someone, you know, going into a situation where I have to meet new people, make new friends every time, I felt like I learned that it was a lot of the same. It didn't matter if I was in school in Alabama or if I was in school in New York or hell, if I was in school in Panama, it was all the same. It was all white teachers. Mm -hmm. It was a classroom mostly of white students. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, oh, well, and I was in Alabama. It was such a huge cultural difference from New York. Like It was just the school was the same. It was just always the same. Yeah. I never really worried about, oh, is this going to be a new routine? Am I going to know? No, it's the same thing no matter where you go. It's the same, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Yeah, it, which is, is, it's, I mean, it's another reason why I chose to homeschool. Uh, like in, when I was in college, I saw, you know, do, I like to watch a lot of documentaries and things. And somewhere in one of those documentaries, something pointed out that our education system hasn't changed over the last hundred years. When I have a cell phone that's evolved so many times over the last 10, yet our education system hasn't. Yeah. And, and that was kind of a big red flag for mm-hmm. me. It's like, hmm. And I think about, um, I mean, this is going back, but like no child left behind and oh, standardized tests. Because the goal is not only in your city or in your county to be the same. It's for every student to be learning in this country the same things. And it's just not possible. It's not realistic. And we just have this idea as a society in general that there can only be one thing. There can only be one God. There can only be one plant that is grown at a time. And so we find a lot of extinction of species and variety and... That's kind of frightening. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it leads to the death of things. Diversity yeah. is I mean, it's in nature. Even on the radio, you just hear the same artists, the same like it's just it's just a lot of the same. And so I'm looking to live my life experience and, and however that looks. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about what it looks like for us as yeah. a family and just doing that. Yeah, no, I like I like how you said that though. Um, you, I say exposure, you say experience, and it it's functional. Mm-hmm. I think what our kids are able to learn is very much functional. It's a lot of functional learning. They see what we do, what we have to do. They understand. You know, we get to go to the store often enough, buy groceries, let them spend their money, and count the change, and mm-hmm. figure out how much change they're supposed to be getting back. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, in, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about, you know, by the time they're old enough with all their money, this cash tendered is not. Oh, I know. It's so funny. I feel so antiquated when I take them to the store to do that. Or even when we learn about time and like looking at a, a analog clock. Yeah. And it's just like, why are they going <laughs> to? <laughs> so clearly a lot of time Might is not teach them how spent to read on that. But right. <laughs> We actually have. (laughs) have (laughs) That's funny. Uh, And then I think 
so we mentioned this a little bit. Um, learning together as a family is a big one. And then um, the freedom that we have to, like we said, have these experiences, expose the kids to different things, but also, you know, in terms of vacation or like flexibility of the day, even I just love that freedom. Yeah, no, that is that is great. And um, even being able to take lessons on the road. Yeah, yeah no, that's, exactly. That is great. I do love that field trip days. Like you said, it's just an adventure it all is. the way around. It is. <laughs> and I love it. It's fun. It's great. I could not imagine myself doing anything else mm-hmm. other than fighting people at schools. Mm-hmm. I know I know for me, my mother had her background was in physical education. So she worked at our schools whenever she could, wherever we were on whatever military base we were on. She did as much work either with the PTA or she was on the staff as substitute or she was the PE teacher. Mm -hmm. And it was something she knew she had to do because she knew what type of people we were dealing with. What? I was born in 86, third grade, fourth grade. I mean, we've we've dealt, me, my brother and my sister have dealt with a lot of racist Mm -hmm. situations. And in some cases, we didn't even know. We didn't mm-hmm. even understand what was going on, but our parents were able to spend that time uh, to track it down and run it down. And I saw that. I saw them having to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? And I chose not to have to deal with that. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice to have that, right? <laughs> that was not for me. And not no. to say that my parents just had me flapping out in the wind. I, I knew they had my back. Yeah. I knew if there was like a situation that I came to them about, I didn't feel like I was just flapping, but no, they they weren't on the pulse like that. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I internalized a lot. I noticed a lot of things. And um, I think overall, and it was interesting that you said you were thinking this in college, because this is certainly not a conversation that we were having in college about like our future children that we might want to have one day. But uh, it really was just an intuitive thing at the end of the day. I mean, all the research in the world and it just, I knew this was the right thing to do Yeah. for us. Yeah. And I just had to get comfortable with that. Sometimes it's not always an explanation. Sometimes it's just like, I just know that this is the right thing to do. And when you say like, you can't imagine it another way, I agree with that. I I just, this this was it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Okay. The system was Oops. fucked up and I just oh was not going to be in it. I wasn't going to be a part of it. We got an editor. Shout out to Hassan, the producer. <laughs> Thank Shout you. Out. Thank you, Hassan. Hassan Myers. Put the whole name out there. Put him out there. Find him on IG. Does magic with audio. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, those are kind of the highlights some of the reasons why and but yeah we did talk about highlights just some of the joys of it Mm -hmm. as well okay yeah no i mean i don't know if you can hear the smile in my voice just thinking about it uh so you know everything is not all roses and rainbows no it is not and you know that's life i think anything that you do you have to think about the pros and the cons there's always going to be some it's just a matter of can you live with those Mm -hmm. there are some things that i think i expected and some that i didn't expect Mm -hmm. i didn't think about how it would be interacting with friends that are in public school i didn't realize that was going to be such a headache 
And it's like after we've done all the field trips and play dates and During the week. learning. Yeah. And when it comes <laughs> yeah. to the weekend, it's just like, actually, I don't want to do anything at all. <laughs> or if someone asks if we want to have a play date and I'm like, cool, you, you know, we can meet up around 10 at the park. Oh, no, like at four. Yeah. What? 4 p.m.? The That's day is late. done. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm taking a nap. <laughs> that is funny. That is very funny. And cause... so, you know, me, I start feeling bad. I'm like, uh, I just, it's such yeah. a different schedule. It is. It is definitely finding the balance. I didn't think of it so much, but I, I can understand that. I would say it is one of the reasons I, that I don't call some people sometimes when I'm going to the park because I know I got to wait till three, four in the yeah. afternoon. And it sucks because then we're just there. And yeah, there's, of course, the homeschool families that are there. You you might catch them randomly because now they're playing at the park by themselves. Yeah. Or just following along with me and we're having science and we're digging in the creek and things of that nature. And that's that's cool as well. But you yeah. You could have did that earlier in the day. <laughs> could have done that earlier in the day. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no, that's that, a little tough. And so it, it can feel like we're on an island mm-hmm. and I don't give that too much credit because I think part of that is my personality, because I think that even in a school system, your child is not friends with 30 people. Right. It's not healthy to encourage them to be friends with all those people. Right. Although I've definitely seen the birthday parties and things where everybody from the class is is invited and it's kind of like uh i don't know if it's supposed to be a status thing or something but Uh you know that's just not possible i've definitely learned quality over quantity Uh which i already knew in my personal life i don't have a zillion friends my parents i don't know them to have a zillion friends the people that they really connect to tend to be farther away because they are from way back when college Mm -hmm. friends childhood friends and we've all grown up and, and we're in different areas so I'm not sure where that comes from, but I used to kind of have some guilt about it. Like, oh, we should be, we should. Anytime I hear that now, I'm like, okay, stop, wait a minute. Why? (laughs) You should be doing what? But like, I felt like, I don't know, uh, you know, the big birthdays and things like that. And it's just like, we have right now two really really good families there used to be one more but they switched Mm -hmm. to public school (laughs) (laughs) during the pandemic year and then they ended up being home with their kids anyway i thought that was kind of funny funny. but um yeah and i'm okay with that for right now i mean you know i'm sure it will grow it's just i'm not in that same space of trying to force it to happen maybe yeah yeah. Um, so the homeschool thing was always something in my mind. And so for a long time, you know, I, I thought about, you know, higher, higher levels as our children grow, they're going to be smarter than us. I see them being able to do things already that, right now. Yeah, right now. It's just like, oof. And so I had already, like I said, I've been thinking about it since college. So I was thinking, you know, how do I expose them to things that I don't even know? Um, and so I was big on trying to build that homeschool community, finding the homeschool community groups um, and linking in with those homeschool community groups so that, you know, like I said, it can get exposure to different things and, you know, give them that uh, social interaction as well. Mm. 
I haven't been as successful in that as I'd like to be so far. I have far. a theory on it. Mm-hmm. I think it's because we were trying to force it because we felt like we should have it. Yeah. And it's happening now. It, yeah. it's ha- it has unfolded beautifully without our interruption or well, that's like, true. help needed. And, and it's just, it's coming together. Yeah. And we got time. You know, yeah. we're patient. Our children are still young. Yeah. Um, and I just... I'm glad I let it go. I yeah. appreciate it happening this way. And and I was kind of thinking about it too. You know, it was a lot. It was a lot going on early on with the kids, with learning to be a parent, mm-hmm. being a stay-at-home mom, not something that I had ever done before and trying to figure out what I was supposed to be doing all day. And balancing that with, you know, interacting with the kids. I also was quite sensitive at that time to a lot of outside opinions. So mm-hmm. people would say things well-meaning or like, you know, not no, nothing even malicious behind it, but I'd be sensitive to it. Like, what do you mean my child is too skinny? Like, what? Oh, like, yeah. Now I'm Googling like weight and stuff. So I, I was just, I was just a sensitive yeah, soul. Yeah. I was sensitive. And so when I would come across people and be saying, oh, yeah, we homeschool. And it was like, homeschool? Just like with vegan. You're vegan? That triggered me. And now I don't feel that. And it's just a different way that I walk. And so the things that are coming into my space are different. But Mm -hmm. I think that was a part of it. I think I needed to be alone for a little bit. I needed to figure out motherhood and who I knew. Well, I don't want to say new identity, but growing identity was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just no rush on it. Yeah. I, it felt like it. And I put a lot of pressure on trying to make a community happen. But it just, that's yeah. not how it happened. Yeah. See, you were talking about a different community. I was talking about another one. Oh, uh, what's, what are the two differences? Um, no, no, no. I mean, same same kind of setup, oh, but it okay. was just two different instances where you were saying I was trying to force it. I wasn't trying to force it. Oh, that. you don't think so? <laughs> no. Nah. Oh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were trying to force yours. The yeah. other one that was kind of laid out in front of me just kind of fell off to the wayside uh, gotcha. just because it just wasn't the right time. Well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying, though, that I even tried to force. There were so many communities that are kind of doing this thing already that I wanted to be a part of, but there was... It, it came down to that it had to be some work on me. I know one yeah. of the situations I'm thinking about wasn't working out well because I had just started making some decisions about, you know, just life. Like I'm finally getting some direction, some goals that I want to have. And I came across this group that was already kind of farther than I wanted to be, like in an area that I didn't want to be in. And they wanted me to do like a lot of admin stuff. And and I'm just the kind of person like, you know, I want to help out. And so I was doing it. But then it just didn't feel good because I, I hated every time I had to go out there. I was mm-hmm. so mad because I didn't want to drive out there. And I also felt like this energy that I was putting into this group was taking away from what I was doing. And anything with homeschooling, I should be it. it I wanted to feel like it's adding. And mm-hmm. I felt like it was taking away mm-hmm. from my homeschooling, taking away from career stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't even really beneficial, beneficial or feeling like I was in it. Mm-hmm. I was just another person mm-hmm. that was needed to keep things mm-hmm. moving. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. yeah, that's not a good feeling. So, yeah, no. I mean, you did you did right. You did. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but I, I also I think allowed myself to be in that position because I felt like, again, this is what we were supposed to have. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, okay, I'm going to make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad I well, let it go. I mean, that's, that brings up another thing. It is tough doing this because you will get to know yourself mm-hmm. as, as well. Um, Homeschool is shadow work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you will definitely get to know yourself. You will find where you are patient and where you are impatient mm-hmm. and uh, where mm-hmm. you are disciplined and undisciplined, where you're organized and disorganized. And what's actually important to you and what you are at putting stock into maybe because that's what you grew up learning, mm-hmm. but it's not actually something that works for you now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, learning all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I'll say that too, learning from what I grew up with to now and this process that they call de-schooling when people are taking their kids that are already in public school and homeschooling them in this de-schooling progress process. Because what I learned is that homeschooling is not bringing, okay, I'm using air quotes again, <laughs> real school into home. So it's not about having a classroom set up mm-hmm. in your house. And, and trying to do that is how people get burnt out. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. No, absolutely. <laughs> it's just not, it doesn't make sense. The mm-hmm. two is apples and oranges. You're yeah. bringing two different things together and they're not like making beautiful music. That together. classroom is set up for a large number of students. The mm-hmm. ratio is uh, much different mm-hmm. from in your house where you might have, you know, three, maybe if that to five possibly mm-hmm. kids, all probably not even in the same grade. But that classroom is set up for something completely different. It's yeah. set up for a different monster. And, yeah. you know, and I take nothing from my educator friends that do that. That is that is some real work. Yeah, but not at home. I if couldn't. you're trying to homeschool, uh, that's really, really tough. And I find that to be like the biggest frustration for new homeschoolers is they're trying to make it a classroom. I know that I certainly was doing that because I knew that to be, me and these air quotes, legitimate. Yeah. But also, I also realized how I feel about hearing people say real school versus homeschool, Mm -hmm. because it gives me, again, these same vibes with vegan stuff. So real food versus vegan food. And I'm just like realizing whenever I hear somebody say real anything versus something else, it's canceled. I'm done with that conversation. Okay. But that used to bother me because I'm like, oh, I got to be like real school. Mm. No, this is this is my real life. This is my tangible everyday life. This is real school. And it's active and it's yes. work and it's real. Yeah, yeah. No, you're, it is very real. It's real. And so. this food that I'm putting in my body is real. It mm. is providing nutrients for me most of the time. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it's trash. Sometimes but. you get off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's it's real. And when you say things to people like that, it can it's show it is. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, and it, yeah. I mean, it shows your lack of awareness yes, uh, in the situation. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it can be offensive. And yeah, I know. I I mean, I'm, but I, don't take I can it be a bit now. fiery. Yeah. I, I don't take it personally now either. Uh, but I can I can't clap back with the best of them. Well, that's just because that's you. You're looking for a clap back sometimes. I'm yeah. looking for a nap. I think our, I think we have some children that might be about that too. They probably yeah. be suspended a lot. Yeah. And I probably would not be the right parent to call. No, you wouldn't. What, what did they do? What did the other kid do? <laughs> did they? Did he hit him? Is he bleeding? Their feelings got hurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can work on those. 
I think I would definitely be that person that's like, okay, but they're on your watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you handle this. Why are you calling me at my job? Yeah. That's how I'd be. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be calling me talking about disciplinary issues. Figure that <sighs> out. This is all supposed yeah. to be in house. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this, um, this in house services. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of daycare is this? <laughs> <laughs> So those have been my challenges. I think the setting up the homeschool life as a classroom was the biggest yeah. one in the beginning because I wanted to seem legitimate to people. I mean, I was coming up with like curriculum and trying to write out goals and all these things for each thing. Like I'm doing the the common core stuff, like mm-hmm. just too much, just yeah. too much. Yeah. But I, I you know. Yeah. young and, and you find that you know you know it, it takes some time to realize you don't have to write the curriculum there are curriculum that are already written it takes uh, time to realize that what other people think doesn't matter that was what it oh, was well, yeah. i know i go through this all the time you don't <laughs> i go through this all the time i went through it with being vegan i went through it when i decided to go to a college that no one else in my family had gone to and I found myself reaching for these reasons to come up with things. And that's why I said, like, sometimes I just know that that's the right thing to do. And yeah. I don't have to justify that. Yeah. And I learned that eventually. But it also helped, I'm sure, that we have parents that are supportive of the homeschooling. Oh, okay. I mean, in the beginning, <laughs> I think. Supportive of what? I think they had to learn, too, because they definitely would say, well, real school and things like that. But yeah. I don't hear them saying stuff like that now. Yeah. I think they're starting to get it. Yeah, no, 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 real you talk. You know, they bought school supplies at the beginning of the year when we send out, like, okay, we need this for the year. They they help out. They pay for classes. They come by and and help with things, yeah. um, lessons and so forth. Or even if we have something going on and we send them with them, I mean, they get a little something done. It's nice that they try. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah no, it's, it's real. Yeah. Um, so yes. I think that's cool. Yeah, they they have been supportive. It of is a journey, that is for sure. Yeah. So if you're expecting to just, well, I want to do school at home and, and you just want to do it and it's going to work out and be perfect, then you're going to be set up. Yeah. Because you're going to make some mistakes. Yeah. And I think, too, that we feel like by making mistakes, we're jeopardizing our children's schooling. It's not that deep. Nah, you get sometimes you got to teach your kids it's okay to make mistakes. Yeah, that's uh, that's a that's been a lesson that I've been adamantly working on with our oldest. Mm-hmm. It was one that I had she to learn as like an be entrepreneur because oh, yeah, when you feel like uh, what is the syndrome where like you're not supposed to be there kind of thing, imposter. Um, yeah, when you're feeling that, I never wanted to say I didn't know something. Because then I'm like, oh, people aren't going to think I'm an expert now. So I had to learn to let that go. You're not going to know everything. Sometimes you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. But yeah, that is definitely a lesson I'm working on teaching my oldest. Because truthfully, I had never failed at anything until late in life. And Mm -hmm. it hit me a lot harder than I think it would have been if I was been if I was taught that it's okay to fail as long as you're learning something from it. Mm -hmm. Um, Why do you think you weren't failing at stuff? Why I wasn't that failing at stuff? Mm-hmm. I was good at everything. Oh, okay. Not, I mean, I didn't no, no, no. know I was, if it was like. I'm not gonna say I was good at everything, but I was pressure good from at home it. to like you better mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, see, for me, that was I, definitely a thing. You know, I you had to perform at a certain level. You got to do this and that. And so when it was something that I chose to do, I decided, you know, I had to do well in it. Yeah. And so I hadn't failed yet. 
Yeah, no, I hadn't had any failure because I was really good at just blending in, mm. you know, not do, not standing out too much, certainly not at the bottom, like just staying in the middle. Right in the middle. And when I had things and I finally like started wanting to do things for myself or learn about things for myself that I like, and I was like, oh, I got to do this on my own by myself and just put myself out there. It was really scary. Not so much that I think I was afraid of failing. I couldn't even get to that point because I literally never tried something like this before. Mm -hmm. It was just scary to go out on a limb yeah. and like not just be along with the crowd. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. That makes sense. I would say I, I was well. Yeah, I was I was similar in the way that I would just kind of stay in the middle. You know, I would be good at what I was good at. But then, you know, I think quietly though, step to the side. and Yeah, but if it was like with saxophone, because you enjoyed it, yeah, you strove. Like, I liked playing the clarinet, but I was also cool with like being second chair. Because <laughs> first of all, first chair, oh, you had to sit on the very end during the concerts and everybody could see you. Like, that was just too much. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it was just too much. I, yeah. I did not like that. Yeah. But it came a time when I got to be the oldest. I could only play second for so long. Once the singers graduated, you know, hell, they were looking at me. They were like, okay, well, you've been second all this time. Like, we yeah. need you to uh, step up. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess even with just the lifestyle. So homeschooling can be prohibitive based off how you're working. Mm -hmm. Because we're both entrepreneurs, we're able to set our own schedules it helps us to be able to do that. And like I said, because I knew from an early age what it was going to be, it was just kind of putting things in place to be able to do it. Nice. But even still, the schedule still gets sometimes in the way. And so, like you said, having the supportive community, our, our parents that understand it does go, it does go a really long way. And so those people that might be looking at options, you might want to look at homeschool community groups just mm -hmm. because it hasn't worked out for us. There are. Um, and it didn't work out for us the first couple of times. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not that like we, were we looking, stopped trying We weren't looking for a home homeschool community group. We, they, one, we kind of found. found us. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they kind of found us. Both found yeah. us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it just so, wasn't our yeah, thing. But if you're looking for something, interview them, check them out, see course, what it is, yeah. what's going on. And you'll find that some homeschool community groups are kind of like what people need in the public schools wherein they send their kids there and they're working with the staff that is comprised of some parents or you know or pr other professionals however mm -hmm. it is independent schools they have different ways of operating yes. but they can still provide that time period where you might need to go to your workspace and might not be able to hands-on homeschool your kids but then when you get home you have to understand that that homeschool collective group they have an assignment for you as a parent as well yeah you i think the still, culture of homeschooling is to be involved absolutely. in your children's education mm -hmm. and so it's why homeschooling looks so different for so many people mm -hmm. and why it's something that even if your child is in public school you can still homeschool you can still homeschool mm -hmm. i don't think that we give ourselves enough credit everyone feels like you have to have some type of degree and be like the smartest person in the world to teach your kid but you you naturally taught your child how to talk mm -hmm. how to walk 
You know, you introduce them to their first foods, their bath time schedule and learning how to be clean all before they were even cutting their first teeth. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, don't discredit yourself as a a parent or as a human being that you can teach somebody something else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I find this, I don't know why I keep comparing veganism and that we're going to have a whole episode, I'm sure, on that. You said that about four times I know. And then when we have that episode, I'm like, and then that reminds me of homeschooling. But, (laughs) you know, people think that just because they can't cut out one thing because they have to have cheese that they can't be vegan. But, you know, homeschooling doesn't have to be a one size fits all. If that means that you're only doing it on the weekends because you have to work, that's fine. That's still that's still homeschooling. But, yeah, you have to check your goals. You have to check your goals because, like you said, some of these places, it's about dropping your kid off. So if it's really wanting to expose your child to maybe a smaller classroom or teachers that are culture more culturally sensitive or more like you or something like that, that could be, you know, that's all you needed. You just needed a different place to bring your kids. Some of them require you to put in volunteer hours. Some of them require you to teach a class. Some of them are every day. Some of them you only meet up once or twice. Some things like a co-op where it's a little different, where the parents come together maybe for one subject or each parent is teaching something different. Or maybe you guys are a homeschool group where you go on field trips together Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's just so many different ways. Yeah, there are a lot of different ways. For it to work for you. And children take in everything so much. Like I said, the, the big piece is exposure. Doing something functional for me, it's it's just huge because it allows them to lock in. It allows, I think they remember the experiences that they have. Uh, we do some coding classes and I think they like the fact that they know how to make little games. They know mm-hmm. how to code little games and, and play that. And so, yeah, I, I love it. They love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think too, the other thing that I've learned from this is about creating what you want mm-hmm. and being used to a system that kind of just is there for you. Everything is already provided. If you maybe wanted something extra, you know, you join a club or you can do some extracurricular activity. But with this, it's just like the options to me are endless. Like, you know, the resources are out there and available, whether it be a group or an expert or an online class. Even I mean, in the DC metro area, you have the Smithsonian. The, the Smithsonian yeah. has amazing resources for homeschooling groups and families. A lot of do. I mean, honestly, I think the library was like my first homeschool friend. Yeah. Yeah. My feelings were so hurt when they closed it. They closed the library down. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, there's so much at the library. We have a great, we, we have been blessed in that. I think that in all the places we have lived, we've had a great library. It's been a great one in PG County. Fairfax County, yeah. Charles County, all great, yeah. great, excellent library systems. all these people where we live. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> come and visit. If you come and visit, get ready to work, okay? Yeah, because we got some work down in this yeah, garden. Yeah, out in the garden. We're full hands-on. You coming to do these classes. So <laughs> don't, don't come here thinking you're going to rob us or relax. No, you're coming to work. You're going to be part of the family. <laughs> yeah. Come hit these dishes real quick. <laughs> we need a lunch lady. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like that you get to create create what you want to see around you. Because I think yeah. that's life. No, I think is that really is fun. the ultimate lesson of life is that God has changed. No, I'm just kidding. That's that book we were reading. 
it, it does make me think of that a little bit yeah. though but you kind of create what you want to see i mean we are creating our lives and i'm not the science guy and i want I our to children to learn that you know that there's not just a right way or a wrong way to do something there is a way of creating a life that you want Mm -hmm. and when we need something extra or want something extra we just go ahead and create it and and i think that's the cool thing too with homeschool it's nothing to put a class together people will join you want to do a prom you're worried about that reach out to a couple other homeschool parents in these Facebook groups and stuff. Bam. I promise you a prom is happening. It's just so amazing. You don't even have to work together with each other previously. You just put it out there like, hey, we're holding this class or we're holding this event or this opportunity. And and that community within itself will come together. Mm -hmm. You've got to decide for yourself. I I think in all things, um, all things that you do. Think for yourself. You got to decide for yourself yes. what works for you, what works for your family, yeah. and what feels right in your gut. What feels, and you know. that it's a journey. Mm-hmm. So if you're working full time right now and you would rather be homeschooling full time, you can still work towards that. Just because yeah. it didn't happen in this school year doesn't mean that that's not something that you can work towards. And yeah. I think that's important to remember. Yeah, but you too. can shift towards that shift, yeah. pivot. It's a journey. Yeah. Take your time. And then and even once you start, once you get there, it doesn't know it doesn't have to be perfect mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We've shared some difficulties yeah. and that's going to look different for everybody, too. You know, some people, I think, that are more naturally social, you might not ever hear them say socializing is a problem. They might be struggling in a science or a math. But like when it comes to playdates and friends. That's never an issue. That is not me. That is not. And I'm not striving for that because it's not me. You just have to take yourself into account. And and again, you know, I think we can't let the idea that this could be difficult or there'll be challenges stop us from doing it. Because then what are you? You're never going to really be able to do anything in life. Nope. You are absolutely right about that. And some of the medicine that we've learned and just the resources, the confidence that we've grown into. It's all good. Yeah, it, you know, it is. It's wonderful. Thank you for listening. If you do have any questions, concerns, comments about it, please follow us and write us at our social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook. For right now. Yeah. Labwell Solutions. Yes. Yes. And the website, www.labwellsolutions.com. Right on. I don't even know why we say www. Ah, because you're a 90s kid. Yeah, one of the voiceover artists mentioned it. I do. I have a a whole book of them. A (laughs) mixtape. So that's it. Yeah. That was it. That's that homeschooling life. That's that homeschool life. Uh, Yeah.